be either one he has a thing for mexican women or two <laughs> he's a drug dealer i don't know <laughs> where we talk about pop culture, life, and our favorite things. We're your hosts, Christine and Rachel, and we are two friends who love all things pop culture and decided to start a podcast sharing our love for nonsense and hoping you will join in on the conversation with us. OMG, this was a crazy week on The Bachelor. We have so much (laughs) to talk about. (laughs) Okay, where to even begin? Oh my gosh, the... Was it the date? Um, well, I mean, we do have a little Chris Harrison action with him telling them oh, yes. to pack their bags. Um, actually, first off, he's like, he comes to some of the girls that are sitting outside. and He's like, hey, I'm making biscuits. <laughs> and I was like, is that like a metaphorical or are there literal biscuits? <laughs> I know. I was like, is he also the chef? Like, <laughs> Wouldn't uh, that be great if Chris Harrison was like making breakfast every morning? It would be so. I feel like he's like the awkward dad of the group. I would be like, Chris, get out of here. I wanted waffles. <laughs> <laughs> right. For sure. Um, so yeah. And then he, he sits all the girls down and he's like, so like, how's it going? Oh and my like, gosh. By the way, Peter like is totally awesome. Like he wants y'all here just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he tells them to pack their bags. Oh. And how would you describe the reaction when he says they're going to Cleveland, Ohio? Oh, devastation might be one of the words that comes to mind um yeah complete disappointment (laughs) disappointment yeah disappointment is the word especially since like last year they went to thailand and vietnam and they were all thinking like oh my gosh we're going to italy you know (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like it always does start out somewhere in the states you know when there's still a lot of girls left so i'm trying to remember where they went last year um it was some it was like rhode island or something i feel like (laughs) It's like really weird. They did. They've been going a lot to Virginia, which is Virginia, like because yes. I the Virginia state motto is Virginia is for lovers, which I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, I've heard that it's like they literally just made that their motto so that people would come to Virginia because <laughs> people are like, uh, I don't want to go to Virginia. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so I'm wondering, have you ever been to Cleveland or Ohio? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes, which, okay, I was also devastated for the girls for going to Cleveland, but I was, like, a little happy because I go to Ohio all the time, it's not that far from me, Um, and Cleveland sucks, like, (laughs) really? Yes, okay, um, so Cleveland is in the Rust Belt, which <laughs> this is just like so awful that they went there. It's kind of like where maybe in like the 50s, people were coming and getting lots of jobs in the auto industry, which mm-hmm. have since turned into like abandoned warehouses. And like, there's a lot of like racial discrimination happening. And like, oh. it's just not a good like, 
it's not a good area. I would, like Cleveland is awful. Um, okay. <laughs> but I will say I have been to lots of the places in the episode. So I have thoughts on like everywhere they went, but I would oh, say sweet. Cleveland out of all the places to go in Ohio is definitely a bummer. Uh, <laughs> good to know. Yeah. So there's that for you. We're, we're on a great start, Chris. Good job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I don't think that um that Peter actually is picking where they're going. I saw someone um I think on Instagram or Twitter the other day was like Cleveland, I mean, uh Peter's so boring. He picked like Cleveland to go to and I'm like I don't think Peter actually picked this place. But yeah. um, <laughs> I want to know who picked it and what's wrong with them. <laughs> well, you know like the cities like they pay the bachelor like hundreds of thousands of dollars for them to come. Okay, I did know they were paid. I did not know they were paid that much. That's excessive. Yeah, I feel like I heard something around like 500,000. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I think they just go where the money takes them. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so Cleveland's like, the auto industry didn't work, but maybe Bachelor Nation will work for us. Yeah, we shall see. I'm sure some people will be going this year because of The Bachelor. Right! Okay, I could see maybe a couple years ago, when, like, LeBron James was, you know, playing for Cleveland, even Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian, but now, like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Anyway, so that's Cleveland. Moving on. Yeah. Also, Peter said that it was the birthplace of Superman, which was one of the stupidest things he's ever said. (laughs) Okay, I should have fact-checked that, because I know Superman's supposed to be from Kansas, so... Well, yeah, that's true, too, because, well, but the thing is, Superman was born on Krypton. That's right, he's like another planet, yeah, and then he was, like, sent to Earth. But yeah, I think it was Kansas. Um, Yeah! So, at least in Smallville it was. Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> Smallville with the really cute guy from Cheaper by the Dozen? Yes. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. Of yes. course, I can't remember his name right now, but oh my gosh, I was obsessed with him. Right. Which is funny, because he kind of looks like your hubs. <laughs> Just because he has, like, dark hair, I feel like. I'm like, he's white and has dark hair. They could be the same. I do. Like, I'm always attracted to, like, white, dark-haired men. No, I'll keep my dad away from you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm dying. Okay. Um, Yes, okay, so whatever about Superman, more research to come on that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. that was dumb. Yeah, Um, I'll have a Superman episode later. Yeah, Superman episode later. Thank you. Um, Okay, so then this is where they had the... uh, um the who's gonna get the date oh it's victoria f thing right Mm -hmm. yes right okay i will say that was a fun date like yeah that was a great date and from my midwestern experience cedar point is super fun is it that's cool yeah it's halfway between like as the crow flies um detroit and is it cincinnati cleveland columbus i don't know one of those. I don't know. Um, I hate that every city in Ohio starts with the sea, so I don't know. But um, <laughs> anyway, it's like a, we went there for school. It was like, you know, they go there after prom. It's like really fun. So Okay, cool. 
Um, yeah. well, what did you think about Victoria F's tantrum that she threw in the car <laughs> before she met Peter? Wait a second. She threw a tantrum in the car? Oh my gosh, the skydiving? Yeah, she the note said something like, uh, let us let our love take us to new heights or something like that. I don't know. That could be right. <laughs> but <laughs> It was like obvious he would be flying her somewhere and he's not going to jump out of the plane. You know what I'm saying? And when like the SUV pulls up and Peter's standing next to one of those tiny planes that only two people can fit in. It's like, there's no way you're jumping out of that plane. (laughs) And she's like, okay, I just thought that's the worst way to start a date. Being like, I don't want to do this. I'm a little girl. Like, I'm annoying. And I was just just like... So much, so much anxiety about everything, I feel like. (laughs) The whole episode was just one panic attack after the other with Victoria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, I just, I don't, if I was Peter, I would not want to marry her just because she's going to be way too much maintenance. Like, she's always going to be freaking out about something. (laughs) Gosh, yeah. And also, she's planning their family already. So let's calm down, Victoria. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's talk about that statement that she made. So they're like sitting in this little diner and she goes, here's to our sons having hot moms and successful dads. I was like, uh... <laughs> okay, what were your thoughts? And then I'll tell you mine because I definitely had thoughts. <laughs> well, my first thought was like, why is she saying our sons? Like, yes. <laughs> like are you only going to have boys? And then, um, and then I don't know, I, I didn't really think about it, but I heard someone else later talking about like how that's just so, I don't know, like, uh, 20th century, I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like the moms are only good for being hot and the dads are only good for bringing home the money and stuff. Yes. And we don't care about having girls. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, it was truly bizarre. Uh, my thought too, I was just like, um, first of all, girls are way fun. Like, screw you, Victoria Ev. Also, like, can you not do anything other than be cute? That's not a good look. But my real beef mm-hmm. was the whole talk about how many kids they wanted and yes, I was ask about that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Peter's whole philosophy for having a family is spinning <laughs> onto a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, but should you be in a position to be getting married if this is your priority in life? Also, coming from a family of three kids and two parents, and mm-hmm. so we went to Disney World at least once a year, every year, just because my grandma lives in Orlando. So we would like drive down to see her, and within, I'm not joking, the first like hour, she'd be like, okay, I'm sick of you guys, get out of here. <laughs> She would like kick us out of her house and we'd be like, okay, Disney World, anyone? So we would go to Disney World and most of those seats, or at least in my experience, hold like three people. So it was always awkward for like one random dad with another family who had to sit with my dad and like Uh small talk for 30 seconds. So yeah, Peter, you're a moron. Yeah, that's what I was wondering when he said that. I was like, is it a thing that all roller coasters have an even number of seats <laughs> on every row? Because I really don't think so. No, I, that was so weird. 
Yeah, for sure. And like, how often does he think he's going to be taking his family to <laughs> like an amusement park that that is his priority? I know. I was just kind of like, I'm sorry. What? But I don't know. Maybe he does live close to Disneyland. Like maybe they had season passes. He seemed rich. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, for so. sure. Well, and the fact that his dad was a pilot, he probably just like flew them places all the that's time. That's true. That's true. They like <laughs> flew to Disneyland once a week. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Also, I guess it was raining there all day because can we talk about how <laughs> rough Victoria looked after being there for like 10 minutes? Oh my gosh. I was living for that. Like, you know, her hair was frizzing up, her makeup was coming off. I was like, if this had to happen to anyone, I'm so glad it's her. Yeah, at least we didn't hear her stressing about that. Like, I'm sure she did, but at least we didn't get any extreme time of her being like, oh my gosh, I look so bad. Oh my gosh, my hair is falling. Yes. <laughs> oh, so annoying. Um, yeah, but that made my whole day. And she was wearing jeans, which is like the worst thing to wear on a rainy day. It was so sad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did like her outfit. Her shirt was cute. Yeah, she did look cute. And it went with her 1950s mindset. So that's good. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um. Okay, so then, you know, they do all the rides and fun stuff, and then Peter has a surprise concert oh, for her. Gosh. And, okay, so what do you, like, I feel like she couldn't see him immediately, but her face looked concerned immediately. Do you think she was thinking right when she heard, like, there's a concert, like, what if it's my ex-boyfriend? Um, okay, that's what I thought, which, you know, to be fair... That's such a bachelor thing to do. She probably, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, it's not that crazy of a thought. And also, there were, like, some chords playing. And maybe oh, yeah. she just recognized, like, the, the chord progression. Yeah, the way it was being played. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah she knew. And Peter was, like, such a dumb dumb. He was like, this is the best day ever. Nothing's <laughs> going wrong today. <laughs> Why was he so psyched about Chase Rice? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Peter, I feel like they were really pressuring him to be like, you know, in the producer interviews to be like, is this the best date ever or what? Because he just kept going on about it. And I was like, it wasn't (laughs) like, you know, chill out a little bit, Peter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so she, so they get up to the stage and, you know, their little platform that's like two feet away from, (laughs) and, um, she sees Chase Rice, which she claims is her ex-boyfriend. He says otherwise, if you ask (laughs) me. He says one night stand. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's fine. Um, (laughs) and she, her face is just priceless like bug-eyed the whole time (laughs) it it is really awkward awkward. like I don't think Chase knew maybe he didn't know until that moment that he saw her that it was going to be her and I read an interview and you are correct okay okay um and his face was definitely pretty awkward like he kept on looking at her and and looking at Peter and it was it was really awkward (laughs) And the most awkward thing was that Peter had no idea, and he's, like, having the time of his life. Yeah, and she's, like, singing the words to this song that nobody's heard, and Peter's like, you know this song? 
No, it was a train wreck, and it made me wonder, like, how intuitive is Peter if he's not realizing that, like, everyone around him feels uncomfortable except him? <laughs> right. And, oh, I wrote down a quote. I think this was a, like, a, um, a talking head thing. Like, it wasn't that he was saying this to Victoria, but he said, mm-hmm. we have Chase Rice being at our wedding. Oh my gosh, I know. It just kept, like, escalating. Oh, man. Um, <sighs> so oh, awkward. Well, a fun fact that I learned about Chase Rice afterwards, I thought he looked familiar. Uh-huh. And he was on um, a season of Survivor that I have seen. Um, <laughs> so, <gasps> Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and well, the funny thing is... Um, I remember he, so he was like the runner up of Survivor. It was like, oh, I wow. Know, probably, maybe not 10 years ago, but it was like a while ago. And, oh, gosh, um, really? <laughs> so his occupation on the show said something like pro race car Jackman, whatever that is. What? <laughs> but on the, like, they always have like a reunion show. And he, like, sang a song. So I don't remember how it came up, but they were like, Chase Rice is, like, an aspiring country music singer. And he <laughs> on Survivor. Um, oh, my and- gosh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, he was, like, the runner-up. He didn't win. Um, but that's why he may have been familiar to anyone who thought, I've seen that guy before. Oh, my gosh. Small world. That's funny. I know. It's crazy. Um... So, let's see. Okay, so I guess then we have Victoria freaking out about how when they go to dinner, she's going to have to tell him um, (laughs) that she dated this dude. She just has no chill. Like, zero chill. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, how would you have handled this situation? If you and Shelton go on a date and your, (laughs) your high school fling guy is there, what would you do? Um, I don't know, I probably would have just been like, oh my gosh, that's my ex. Like, I, right, me too. I would just like say it straight out and like laugh about it probably. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're going to break up with me or whatever. <laughs> you're going to break up with me because the producers planned this. Oh my gosh. Right, and because yeah. I've dated other men before you. Right. <laughs> and I'm like 25, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was annoying so she's like Mm -hmm. freaking out freaking out she tells him and he's like what I was making out with you in front of your ex-boyfriend and then she disappears it was so weird he was so confused like it took him like a few times of being like wait the guy that sang the the guy that was up there on the stage that was singing to us you gave him (laughs) he was Um, like wait what's his name again who is that Yeah, he's like, I talked to him. He didn't say anything about that. Like, we exchanged phone numbers. (laughs) And why did they exchange phone numbers? Like, what is going on? I don't know. He was man-crushing pretty hard, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so weird. But actually, what I was thinking is that when she's telling him this, and he looks so confused, like, I feel like he's probably actually thinking, like, wow, like, these producers knew that right right he's probably kind of connecting some dots of like okay they are just here for like making a good show like they're not all about me finding my love or whatever right totally he's like feeling betrayed yeah for sure 
Yeah, no, that's true. I don't know why she was so upset, but I get why Peter would take a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, she like runs off and cries and then he comes and finds her and um and it's like it's not your fault and then they make out and she gets the date rose <laughs> and all is well. <laughs> and we move on. Yes, totally. Right. Okay. So next um was a group date. A group date, a football date. We were just saying last week how we were surprised there hadn't been a football date, and here we are. Yes, which I feel like this is maybe the first time that they've actually made the girls go full pads. Oh, this was serious, yeah. (laughs) Very strange to me. It was so weird, and to be in the Browns stadium, like, let's find the worst football team. Right. Like, they don't even have a mascot. And then we'll go there. And it was so bad that Fred Willard and Chris didn't even show up to be the sideline correspondents. Yeah, they had to hire a local newscaster and radio DJ. Right? Fred Willard was like, I'm a thousand years old. There's no way I'm going to Cleveland. (laughs) Right. With my final days, I'm not spending them in Ohio. (laughs) Right. And Chris was like, yeah, I just get paid too much to do that. So (laughs) then we had like this bizarre football day, which your girl, Victoria P was like, ah, my back hurts. I'll just make out with Peter on the sidelines the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Which might have been brilliant on her part. (laughs) Was. She's an evil genius. (laughs) So... The best part of the date, the Smartest Girl Award, goes to Victoria P. for faking an injury so she could make out with Peter on the sidelines. Am I right? Oh, yeah. She got so much quality time with him for that. So it definitely turned out great for her. Um, Okay, here's a question. Yes. Who was, and this is like a kind of a rhetorical question, um, who was the most excited about this football game date? (laughs) Do you remember? Um, was anyone? Um, heck yes. The professional wrestler, Tammy. Oh, that's right. She was like, I'm going to throw some bitches down. Oh, yeah. She was stoked. And then she <laughs> didn't do any of that. Yeah, I don't actually recall her um, doing much in the game. Right. Um, <laughs> One thing I noticed when they were running drills is um, Cheyenne, Cheyenne yes. has, like, amazing arms. What was going on with that woman? Sheesh, yes. Yeah, she's a beast. She is. She definitely played for, like, the 56ers in junior high or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, my favorite part was, so, like, they had, like, two ex-pro players or something um that were there like helping them and there's one time like that they cut to one of those guys coaching one of the girls and he's like telling them basically how like scoring works so he's like so you don't want to let them get a touchdown because that means we are at a disadvantage And I was like, this is the most basic coaching I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, it's like so belittling to them, but they probably didn't realize. Yeah, for sure. Oh my They're gosh. Like, oh, thanks. oh my gosh, yay, baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so basically the girls are playing whichever team wins gets to go to the cocktail party and whichever team loses um, gets sent home early and all the girls are like, oh, we need that time. But unfortunately, they tied and they all got to go to the cocktail party. Which I'm like, why didn't you just like do a like a overtime? Exactly. Like, Like, oh my gosh. But probably because the producers knew some drama was about to come at the party. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Before we get to that after party, I do, I did note that, so like they go back into the locker room and it's so funny how like one of the teams is so stoked that they tied and then they go to the other team and it's like, they're all sitting in silence and they're so mad and then they show Madison and Madison's like, I'm pissed. That was like the, the only time we've seen Madison not be like, the most joyful, happy person in the room. So that was nice right. to see, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a peek into her her life and how, like, competitive she is because we know she's, like, a basketball player. Her dad's a basketball coach. Yes, yeah. And so I'm sure she takes those things very seriously. Yeah, I thought that, too. Like, for an actual athlete to lose, a stupid game is irritating. Right. And then they talk about how, um, I think Natasha tells Cheyenne that she's going to let Cheyenne um, have the first time with Peter because she played the best and she deserves it. Right. (laughs) And then she doesn't do that. (laughs) Flash forward to Natasha not doing any of that, which I was like, oh my gosh, be a woman of your word. I'm obsessed with you. Um, But I did say, okay, so kind of going along with that, I wrote down. So they go to the cocktail party, and Cheyenne, Cheyenne, the barf bag girl, was like, <laughs> okay, so Victoria P. takes Peter first, and mm-hmm. barf bag is like, I'm not just going to sit here and let this happen. <laughs> While she exactly. says that, she's sitting there and letting it happen. Like, she never does anything, so right. I just thought that was funny. Oh, yeah, I wrote that down, too. I was going to say it. Right. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. She's, like, acting so mad, like, she's not going to stand for that disrespect. And while she does <laughs> While she does exactly the opposite of what she's saying. Yeah. And then, so she does finally get her time. Oh, snap. And, and she gets interrupted. So, um, I guess before that, we'll say how all the girls are sitting at, on the couches and they hear footsteps coming up these stairs right, which and... can we just say if you have a group of 30 girls talking it's so not like it's so not accurate for them to be like wait do you hear footsteps <laughs> right and yeah they must have been like hey guys be quiet for a second right. <laughs> okay back to you sorry yeah so um they see Alea coming up the steps Gosh. and it's interesting to me like it seemed like some of the girls were kind of excited like they were like oh my gosh no way and right. like it seemed like they were more just excited that this was going to be interesting you know right um, <laughs> and then some of them are upset and then I have a quote that I think this is going to be my episode title yeah um, Tammy says that they were shooketh to the core. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you doing, Shakespeare? That was so bizarre that she decided to talk like that out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she's my favorite. Yes. 
So um, she goes in and interrupts Shean. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, it's Shean. And she cannot do conflict, so she's like, "Um, can I interrupt for a second? <laughs> and Cheyenne's like, "Um, well, I don't know what to say." <laughs> and then she just asks Peter, "Do you want to talk to oh, her?" <laughs> terrible question. Would you rather talk to another girl? And he's like. Yes, I would. <laughs> right. Well, and because, like, he's so nice, he's never going to say no. He's right. Like, yeah, sure, I'll talk to her. Right. <laughs> um, so they, um, so Shan runs away. And, <laughs> Sobbing. And Alea sits down and is like, I'm here to clear my name. <laughs> Are you ever. Ugh. And, okay, do you remember anything they really said? I just felt like it was like we were watching last week. Was there anything worth yeah. telling? Well, there was. A, so I feel like the big part was that um, Alea is saying that her and Victoria P are actually friends. And right. they planned a trip to Vegas together. Right. So she's like, why would I do that with someone that I've only talked to for, like, three hours? Right. And... Um, so then Peter is just taken aback. And, True. <laughs> and so he goes and gets Victoria P, talks to her again. Um, Which, can and, I interject? She is like in a dark huh? balcony alone in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is she up there by herself? <laughs> it was so weird. Anyway, back to you. It um, Well, okay, so then this is where it gets interesting because as he's conflicted, confronting victoria p she does a really terrible job of defending herself yes like she doesn't really say anything of consequence like she's just like well i like this is my truth and my truth is the truth and <laughs> my truth is the truth <laughs> um so i don't think it was very helpful he goes back to alaya or, or was it then that he brings victoria p to alaya right so that they can all talk together and <laughs> first off they give each other like a huge hug yes is... that's a very slow awkward tight hug yeah and maybe that's just like a pageant girl thing i don't know mm, yeah <laughs> um and they have a conversation of like um why would you say that we don't know each other? We obviously know each other. And Victoria P, once again, is just basically like crying and babbling stuff that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, it was a bad look for Victoria P. Um, I don't think she came out on top of that situation. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, and <laughs> I wrote down... A quote from Alea, she said that it, like, broke her beyond compare, which, once again, <laughs> the real saying is broke beyond repair. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that! Yeah! Um, oh my gosh. But it ends with Peter asking Alea if she wants to come back, and then she is the one that, like, comes back with a stipulation. I'll come back if... Um, if we leave this behind us. Oh, right. Like, that's gonna happen. <laughs> right, like, Peter has any say, and if it gets left behind. <laughs> I 
Um, I just wanted to interject Nick Vial, who was The Bachelor, and he's been on the franchise like six times. He tweeted during this whole debacle. He says, quote, my truth is just a nicer sounding way of saying, quote, this is the lie that I choose to believe. (laughs) I was like, that is the best way I've ever heard it put. Like, yes. And they both both definitely had different truths going on. but yes yeah you're right so then she comes back with her stipulation and then she gets thrown to the wolves by going to sit with the rest of the girls yeah he walks in like holding her hand he, he tells them like um can you make some room for me and a lamp <laughs> y'all <laughs> and then it's time to hand out the date rose and oh so what did you think about peter giving his date rose to alaya who had just shown up like 30 minutes ago and <laughs> um uh, it was just like I just want to like shake Peter and be like what are you thinking <laughs> and I also like so later that comes back to bite him in the butt and the girls like defend themselves against mm-hmm. him and I just thought like yeah. oh my gosh Peter like this is not the world you are meant to be in like you should have never been the bachelor <laughs> like you could have found a good girl just like on okcupid in la like (laughs) he's just too kind to be in this position right because that's the thing is like it's gonna come to a point where he needs to just like put his foot down about something and be like okay y'all you girls need to stop talking about this like this is a decision i made so y'all can either leave or like get on with it like get over it and just focus on your relationship with me and the thing is like he just gets walked all over and I don't think that he um can ever just like stand up for himself like that totally yeah I agree with that a hundred percent okay so what going back a little bit yes um what do you think about the Alea Victoria P thing like where one person is saying like we're not really that close and the other one is saying that you know like we went on a trip to Vegas before like I just was kind of thinking that sometimes there there are like two people in a relationship can kind of view it differently yes um which I don't know if this is that situation it could just be like they're both liars right but um like I think that sometimes like maybe Alea it has like gotten attached quicker and it doesn't take much for her to feel like close to someone but Victoria P is like like you don't know anything about my life so obviously you're not a good friend of mine um right. I don't know what do you think about that <laughs> well I wonder how many people were going on this trip to Vegas like mm-hmm. was it just the two girls did they ever say I don't think they said okay because my guess was like I know in college I would go on trips and like all of a sudden there'd be like these people there that I kind of knew but not really and we wouldn't talk at all during the trip and we would not acknowledge each other's presence afterward um so maybe it was like a situation like that and I also think Victoria P is just probably more liked and more popular so she has more Mm -hmm. options of friends where I'm just guessing here that Alea doesn't. And so she's like, oh, that's my best friend. We went on a trip together. And Victoria P's like, what's your name? So Right. Victoria P is probably like, oh, I was just taking the free ticket to Vegas. Right. Right. So that's kind of my thought there. Like, I I just feel like they're on two separate pages, like you said. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
Okay, so do you have anything else before we move on to our next one-on-one? Oh, no, I'm ready to talk about the next one-on-one for sure. <laughs> okay, so um, Kelsey gets a one-on-one date. Um, what were you surprised? <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I truly don't understand how she got a one-on-one, but I did, okay, so I did hear... Um, on the podcast when they were reviewing it they were saying like this was a pretty like nothing burger date like it was a terrible date and so maybe it was just kind of like well I gotta find someone to take on this crappy date so so he took like Kelsey one of his not top front runners I don't know yeah no totally and he was like to turn her off I'm gonna wear this black turtleneck that makes me look like a French painter (laughs) oh yeah I don't know if it worked we'll have to see yeah um so, okay, at the beginning of the date, Peter's like, okay, like, I have to tell you something. And he tells her about Alea being back, which my first thought is, um, wouldn't she have already known? Yeah, like, I was like, she knows every detail. Yes, totally. Yeah. Like, they all are well, in room. She acted like she didn't know. So, I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. Maybe they don't get to talk the night that they get back from the group date. I don't know. Or maybe just no one talks to Kelsey because they don't <laughs> like her. I don't know. <laughs> totally Um, totally totally but what did you think of Kelsey's reaction to Peter telling her that Alea is back on the show uh well what else was she supposed to say you know what I mean like I I think she's alone there with Peter so she has that reaction I would love to hear the reaction that she goes back and tells her like group of friends you know yeah, I'm sure it's different. Um, if if she had girls with her and they made a reaction, she probably would have been more um, upset and dramatic about it. Right. But I think she played it really well um, with she, Peter because that's exactly what he needed to hear. Right. I don't know. In my head, it's like when your boss like basically asks you like to come and work Saturday morning and you don't want to, but you don't have an excuse not to. So you're like, okay, no problem. And then you like right. call your friends and you're like, I think dare them. I don't want to work Saturday morning. I feel like that's the situation <laughs> we were in with um, with her. So yeah, those are my thoughts on that. But whatever. He enjoyed her response. So that's great. Yeah. So um, I, it's kind of hard to say what the state consisted of. It was one of those like, let's explore the city. <laughs> you're right. And- so there was this random group of people, I guess that was polka dance. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. Yes. And it was all like girls dancing with girls. Like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It was clearly like so set up by the show. That's probably never happened in Cleveland before, ever. Oh, my gosh. And Peter was like, I don't know what they're doing, so let's two-step. I was like, stop! <laughs> Yeah, and Kelsey was like, oh, this is a two-step? Like, she's never danced before? Right. Well, she's from Iowa, and I will say, I never heard of two-stepping until I moved to Texas. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'll give her some some room there. Yeah, but I feel like, is Iowa not like a, like a country town? Or like a farmy type state? That's what I mean, state. Um, it is, but... I would say Indiana's probably similar to Iowa, and I'd still, I was like, 
what? <laughs> so yeah, I'll give her that. But I will also say this, and I don't know. Um, but when I was in elementary school, we had <laughs> a polka. Like that's that's what we would do. I remember we had a group come in and teach us how to polka dance, and oh, then you have to at least where where we were, everyone would go yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. And then you, like, go into this polka dance. (laughs) Why do you have to do that? (laughs) I don't know, but, like, that's, it's, like, carved in my memory. And I don't know why we would be doing that at a, like, a small Christian school. (laughs) So maybe it's, like, not that weird of a thing. I wouldn't be too surprised if they really do that in Cleveland. So. All right. Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) you're like okay moving on gosh (laughs) um so then they're they stumble upon a uh is it like a boxcar race is that the right i have no effing idea (laughs) what was going on oh my gosh yeah there's like these two kids racing in one of those little (laughs) tiny car things down the street and then Peter and Kelsey walk up to them. Kelsey, like, gives the kids a hug for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, he's like, so, like, are y'all pretty good at this? And they're like, yeah, we're champions. Yeah, we're the champions. (laughs) They're like, do you want to try riding? And then this little boy is like, here you go, Pilot Pete. And, like, hands (laughs) him a helmet or something, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, they won the trophy because, like, they're heavier. It was my guess. I don't know. It was the most awkward interaction. It was so weird. And you know those kids are like, what's The Bachelor? I don't care. <laughs> right, the producer's like, okay, call him Pilot Pete. And the kid's like, what? <laughs> totally, totally. But you know their mom was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there is a quote from Peter where he calls Kelsey a no-drama real person. <laughs> Psych, hello, where have you been, Peter? I know, it's just so ridiculous. Like, don't say stuff that are flat out lies, Peter. Like, you know what she's done. Stop believing your truth. It's just the lie you choose to believe. Nick Vial. (laughs) Um, But, okay, I loved, loved this next part of the day. It's like, have the girl tell an emotional story and Peter sympathize part Mm of the day. And, oh my gosh, I'm... I'm legitimately irritated about this. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so Kelsey's like talking about how her parents divorced when she was 12 in seventh grade and how it's still really hard for her to talk about. And I know I'm privileged having this conversation because my parents are not divorced, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you were 12. Now you're like 27. You should know how to talk about this by now. Like I was just (laughs) irritated. And then Peter compares it. This is where I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. He's like, yeah, that reminds me of my mom and my grandma escaping from communist Cuba. And Mm -hmm. I was like, 
And she's like, yeah, totally. I was like, no, these are two totally separate things. Like your parents getting divorced, but still being amicable is not the same as your mom and your grandma taking a raft from a communist country, traveling 90 miles on a rocky (laughs) ocean to go to Miami and having refuge. Two totally separate things and we can't compare them. It was out of control ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, and I think the connection he made was that, you know, she had a single mom and his mom had a single mom or something. <laughs> um, but but here's the thing that I also was kind of confused about is first she says that like her parents got divorced when she was in seventh grade and you're like, oh, okay. But then when she goes deeper into the story, it's not really just that they got divorced. It's that her dad like straight up left their family out of nowhere and then moved to Mexico and found another family. (laughs) So like it is a little more traumatizing than them just having like an amicable, amicable divorce. It's like, Oh, she came home one day and her dad was just gone and left a note that she that's, had to read. That's true. And let me be clear. I feel it is very tough. It was an awful situation. I'm being too like hard on her. <laughs> also, looking at her, she's not Mexican. Why would her dad decide to move to Mexico? Because it just from her, it doesn't look like they're a family that speaks Spanish fluently. I'm like, why didn't he move to California? I have lots of questions for the dad. Yeah. Well, my, my guesses would be either, one, he has a thing for Mexican women. Yes. Or two, he's a drug dealer. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Okay. I will say, it is very easy in the Midwest to start your own meth lab because of the... The farming equipment and mm. chemicals very easily Ooh. coincide with meth. So my guess okay. is yes, her dad has a meth lab in Mexico. Yeah, that definitely is it. That's then, it. That must be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So your thoughts on their date? Did you have anything other than my being mm. rudeness? <laughs> I mean, I think their conversation, you know, went as you would want a bachelor date to go. Right. Um, They both cried. They both made made out. There were fireworks. Yeah, I think the biggest thing was Pete's uh, turtleneck. It was bad. It was really, really bad. (laughs) It was really bad. (laughs) Um, And then let's see. Yeah, so, well, I guess I did note that Peter was crying when he shared his story, which was interesting. I guess that's kind of an intimate connection that they get to share now that they both cry together. (laughs) Real tears. There were real tears on Peter. I was, I was impressed. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that's all I really got on the whole Kelsey. Kelsey's date took like a total of 10 minutes of the two hour show. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It was pretty like anticlimactic, oh, really. And I did. I discovered who I think she looks like. Um, oh, who? Do you know who Busy Phillips is? <gasps> yes, I saw a picture of that too. They yes. are the same person. They look very similar. Yeah. So that's who I think of whenever I see Kelsey. Oh my gosh! Yep, I totally see that. That is so true. Wow. Yes. I mean, she's a beautiful girl. So. She's just cray cray. She is definitely <laughs> cray cray, but I like it. Yeah. So after this date, we get a um, flash flashback. That's not really it. They go back to the hotel where the girls are, 
and Victoria F is talking with, I don't remember who she's talking to, um, but she's finding out that while Leia was gone, um, she got her phone back and was able to look up some spoilers and found out about the Chase Rice being her ex, which, oh yeah, which here's what I'm like, how did she find that out? <laughs> like this was before the show was airing. And so I feel like that would have taken some deep re- research for her to find out that she dated Chase Rice, right? Well, I remember this one was, wow, like two summers ago, finding out that Colton and Tia were dating via the internet, and I wasn't even looking for it. But people (laughs) who, like, are, like, somehow people, like, can find anything out really easily. So I bet she was just on the prowl looking for spoilers and came Mm -hmm. across it. Yeah, I'm sure she was searching hard. Um... Yeah. (laughs) So she comes back and tells all the girls about that date, which apparently Victoria F. had decided not to tell anybody about. Um, And so she is livid and goes and confronts Alea. Um, (laughs) What's your take on that (laughs) confrontation that they had? Um, Unnecessary, of course. (laughs) Um, I don't believe that Victoria F. didn't tell anyone. That's just, how would you not? I don't know. But, um... I just took this again as like, we all hate you and wish you didn't come back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just was like unnecessary for me. You? Yeah. um, It's hard for me to to not maybe fall for what they're trying to make me believe is that Alea is like evil because she like the faces that she makes and her reactions are just like so... um, I can't even think of the right word, but it's just like, oh my gosh, that girl is so like manipulative and evil and like she loves making everyone hate her, I feel like. Right. Um, I know. I'm like, can you just try to get along, please? Yeah. And, but I mean, I think it could be, I see both sides that, um, that Alea might not have known that the other girls didn't know about the whole date situation. But also, it's right. like, Aaliyah also could have used common sense and remembered, like, oh, none of these girls have had their phones, and, um, and like, it's just not her place to be sharing all of those date details, even though I probably totally would have shared that, too. Like, I love the gossip, but... Right, <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, <laughs> but... So Victoria ends up telling her that she has some choice words that she's going to share with Peter about what she has done. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, it was something. <laughs> so then we have the, the cocktail party begins, and um, Peter pulls up in a car that our friend Amanda pointed out looks like Lexi's car that she pulled up in. Yes, it really does. But like kind of the hearse version. Like why was it so long? (laughs) You think they drove it from LA to Cleveland? (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's a different vehicle, but I like the idea. Yeah, Yeah. it must be different. Um, (laughs) So Peter comes in and he's, he gives his whole spiel about, I don't know, like, excited to talk to you tonight and like it's been a good week or whatever and right um, and he is about to pull away victoria p to talk to her 
And some of the girls speak up and they're like, we want to say something in front of everyone. And so (laughs) Deandra talks first. And um, do you want to talk about like what she said and what Natasha said? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, so basically she says something like, I have never felt so um, unseen by someone, Mm -hmm. which I was like, yeah, I think that's kind of a fair thing to say. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they all go on this group date and it was almost like they didn't have like there was no point in them being there and trying because he gave this rose to Alea and then my girl Natasha came in and just kind of reiterated that and I was like yes yeah. thank you for being honest girls like thank you <laughs> but they also and Peter, were they were very um, emphasizing the fact that they have bruises and injuries oh, from yeah. that football game and the fact that he <gasps> didn't pay any attention to them while they are still in pain is just so (laughs) appalling. (laughs) Okay. That it was okay. Let's be clear. It was still very traumatic and ridiculous. Yeah. But I was glad that they like stood up for themselves because yeah, Peter's not perfect. Um, but his response to them was kind of like, Oh, totally. Anyway. (laughs) And I was like, okay you're clearly not here for them so it was one of those like apologies that you know if you had a fight with your sibling and your parents make you apologize or something yeah. like, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you were hurt <laughs> oh my gosh it was totally one of those my parents made me apologize things yeah. yes yeah which is like, like I was saying earlier that's a time where he could have just been like well you know like get over it like this is what I've decided to do and I want to get to know Alea better um and like I'm sorry that you felt disrespected but like this is this show is about me not you so (laughs) right yeah totally I'm more surprised that like Natasha hasn't volunteered to go home yet same because she's kind of got beef with him every week yes that's what I said like week one or two that she was like so mad at him like there's no way that she can have a romantic relationship with him but who knows right (laughs) right (laughs) Um, no I'm with you and okay I did write down before we talk about him talking to Victoria P they like show like they flash by the girls and I see Alea and her outfit and like I swear every week her boobs show more and more in her outfit. It's like she's trying to make sure that Peter keeps her because she has some nice boobs. I don't know. It's It's a lot of boob. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So then we have this awkward thing where uh, Peter's like, can I talk to you, Victoria P? And she's like, I don't want to talk to you, but I She was like, I don't want to talk. And he's like, let's not talk. And she's like, no, I want to talk. And then he's like, let's sit down. She's like, I will not sit down. I can't. And then she sits (laughs) down. I can't sit. And then five seconds later, she sits down. Oh, that was my favorite part. Oh my gosh, it was a lot of contradictions. Yeah, and I honestly, I didn't write anything down from that conversation. So I don't really remember what they said. Um, but I think Victoria was just act- acting like she was mad that he didn't believe her or something. Right. Even though she had no reasons for him not to mm-hmm. believe Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then she mentions that there's something with, with Victoria F. And Peter's like, what happened with Victoria F.? And she's like, it's not my story to tell. Oh, right. I know. Gossip. <laughs> <laughs> so then he does go and talks with Victoria F. And she tells him what Alea did. And he seems bothered by that. Right. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh does he i was just that whole this whole last part i was just like eh, i don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i was in, i was into it though like it was great okay. um, tv i felt like but um so then he talks with sydney and sydney's like you don't even know my middle name because of alea that <laughs> <laughs> was amazing <laughs> Um, so he, everyone oh is just gosh. dishing it out to Peter. He talks to Alea. Um, I don't really remember what she said. And then there's a lot of like going back to the girls talking while Peter's off with someone else. There's a lot of like discussion amongst all the girls about like Savannah seems to be really uh, putting up for Alea. She is which and, like who even are you savannah i know which apparently savannah does not like victoria p because she's heard her say things behind the camera that are different than what she's saying in front of the camera oh my gosh of course <laughs> which i'm sure everyone does so <laughs> totally totally but i was just like wait you're still on the show oh yeah i had no idea <laughs> uh yeah, so, and then but anyway, I do yeah, love it was the, dramatic. All the fighting, which it kind of makes me flash back to Hannah's season last year when all the guys were fighting, and she would come in and like yell at them and tell them to shut up or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> she's so dramatic. Do that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's the opposite of Peter. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, yes, and so then we have our flash forward to next week, which yeah. I think is the week that Peter ends up in the hospital. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think it's the week that we've heard he might cut his face on glass. <laughs> I can't wait. I literally am so excited. Yeah, next week is going to be good, and apparently we have a lot of Bachelor content next week. We have, I think, five total hours. I think there's an episode on Monday that's three hours long, and Wednesday that is two hours long. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I saw your text about that, but I I didn't ask more questions. I figured we'd talk about it here. Yeah. But snap. Okay. Yeah. Lots of Bachelor. So we'll have to figure that out. We might have to do like two separate episodes or something because I feel like it's going to be hard to do all that in one episode. Right. Oh my gosh. No! Oh wait, no, this is good. I just realized I'm going to your house next Wednesday. I know. <gasps> we at first I was like, together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because at first I was like, oh no, like I think I'm flying in during the episode, but it's on Hulu. Yes, we can watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is gonna be amazing. I know. I'm kind of <sighs> stoked. Okay, well, even better. So, yes, a lot to look forward to next week. Yeah. Okay, um, so do you want to move on from our Bachelor talk? And um, what's next? Birthdays? Oh, yes. Okay, I have two birthdays that I thought were of importance. Okay. Um, okay, so the first is Jackie Robinson, number 42. Ah, yeah. You know, sports icon. Um. <laughs> but honestly, the one I'm more excited for. Well, okay. So it's also Portia De La Rossi. De La Rossi. Is that Ellen? Um, 
Ellen's wife, who I'm obsessed with in Arrested Development. She's in she's Arrested amazing. Development. She's an actress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She well, she's a retired actress now, um, but she's one of the main characters in Arrested really? Development. I thought she was yeah. just a model. Oh no, she's that Arrested Development. I just got into it probably over the last year. Mm-hmm. I, I it's like right up there around the office for me. Like okay. it's such a clever, funny show, and I love it. I need to um, watch it. Yes, you should seriously. I highly recommend it. <laughs> um, but the one I'm most excited for is JT Justin Timberlake. Ooh, I love him. <laughs> Oh, and you're going to love this even more. I found some great facts on him. Okay. Uh, This one, it's probably the best decision of our time. Justin wanted to go by, (laughs) he wanted his stage name to be Justin Randall. (laughs) He go by his middle name instead of going by Justin Timberlake. Okay. That's Do you think <laughs> he would be as famous as he is if his name was Justin Randall? Like, no. I, Justin Randall sounds like a nerd name. I don't like <laughs> it's it. Like, Timberlake is a great last name. Why would he go by Randall? Oh, yeah. Timberlake is awesome. That's a great famous person name. <laughs> it is. And it sounds like Timberland, like mm-hmm. the boots that are so cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gosh, Justin. Um, so then, as we know, he started in the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh-huh. His first kiss was Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. Who they went on to date famously and wear the denim um, oh, yes. <laughs> head-to-toe cowboy boots to shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, he dated her. He famously dated Cameron Diaz for four years oh. and broke it off with her. And now he's married to Jessica Biel. And we'll see how long that lasts because it looks like there is trouble in paradise. Oh, about the whole, like, the thing where he was filming a movie and and they mm-hmm. <laughs> they found him. Uh, they got paparazzi pictures of his hand on his co-star's leg stuff yes yes so (laughs) that is all to be determined but i was gonna ask you oh my gosh and you know what i just realized on air he sings your wedding song right didn't you walk out to one of his songs yeah when we like walked back down the aisle at the end we did uh can't stop the feeling i believe which is still a banger i love that song (laughs) a banger oh so this is like extra special for you i was gonna ask you what your favorite song was but is that your favorite oh my gosh uh favorite justin timberlake song um that's probably might be my favorite let me i can't even think of any i'm terrible on the spot let me look up like justin timberlake songs um it's just he has so many i have i have a couple i love (laughs) not a bad thing he's like don't act like it's a bad thing to fall in love with me okay um i like that i really like filthy which is one of the newer songs oh Um, yeah (laughs) but i love when he collaborates with the legend jay-z i love suit and tie i was about to say i think that might be my favorite it's so catchy and i just want to like twirl my arms in circles (laughs) (laughs) and i love holy grail that's 
Um, I have certain songs on my like workout playlist that I listen to every time I'm in the gym. So I would say every day I'm listening to Holy Grail, Sexy Back. Like <laughs> he's a big part of my workout routine. So Ooh. thank you, Justin. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say that my favorite is suit and tie and then can't stop the feeling. Yeah, so good. So good. Um and just a funny side note, I just realized. So, you know, on MySpace, back mm-hmm. in the day, you would click on someone's profile and their song would play. Yes. Um, the boy I had a crush on had Summer Love as his um, <laughs> MySpace song. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a sign from God that Curtis is going to be my Summer Love. And that never <laughs> happened. Oh, <Aww>, Curtis. <laughs> but... <laughs> so yes what was your myspace song do you remember one of yours i don't i have no clue <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like that was 12 years ago i don't know well and the thing is, i actually wasn't allowed to have a myspace and i did like when i was at a friend's house i secretly made one so oh, if my, my parents gosh. are listening which they definitely are not um <laughs> sorry <laughs> that I made a, made him my space behind your backs um but I so I didn't get to spend a lot of time on it like it was only when I was not at home and stuff that I could get on it and oh gotcha um, and I don't remember what I made my song I'm sorry I'm terrible Ugh, the nerve um no that's okay but yeah so happy birthday to JT the man himself how old is he do you know um I do I'm gonna pull it back up what would you guess this is a good question because I just looked at um, it I'm sorry <laughs> oh man okay but what would you guess 30s or 40s because I actually don't remember I'm gonna say he's 41 yeah I actually was thinking that he was maybe like 42 or something but actually he is 38 oh okay pretty close yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Huh. Well, happy birthday, Justin Randall. <laughs> Justin Randall Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Randall. <laughs> um, okay, so also it's it's quite the day for holidays. I feel like they're just getting weirder and weirder. Oh, good. Friday, January 31st. We have a couple big things going on. It is appreciate your social security check day. Oh, I do appreciate it. Is it. Back- <laughs> yeah, right. It's backwards day, which is actually like, that's kind of a big deal, you know? Like, um, like, like what? You know how people are like, <laughs> people, okay, now that I say that, I can't think of it. Is it but... like when people say, well, I've like opposite day, like where you say something... opposite day. <laughs> okay I guess it's not the same thing yeah so it's backwards day whatever that is I'm making it interchangeable (laughs) where yeah when you're a kid and you're like well it's opposite day so like what I say is actually not true right so I win mom and your mom's like go to your room and you're like yes Mm -hmm. ma'am but it's also national hot chocolate day so make sure to get a cup um national preschool fitness day which is kind of (laughs) weird Yep. And so this I just found. These are week long holidays that happen <laughs> over this week where our podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. So um it is Cordova Ice Worms Days. 
Uh, I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I swarm sounds disgusting. I can't believe that there's a holiday for that. Yeah, no thank you. Um, <laughs> and this one, being in Texas, you should appreciate National Cowboy Poetry Gathering Week. Mm. So to all you cowboys out there, Writing time poetry. to go write some poetry. <laughs> so that's just to name a few, a couple big holidays that are going on right now. Nice. I bet there's some sort of cowboy poetry gathering going on down here in the South. Plus your pop and pop knots. Okay. Well, I'll start with my pop knot, which um, this week is actually Demi Lovato for <gasps> putting me in my feelings <gasps> when she sang her new song on the Grammys. Did you oh. see that? Um, it's called Anyone, right? I did see it. Oh my gosh, yes, and it's the saddest song ever. Oh and gosh. when she started singing it, she like had to start over because she got choked up. And then Aww. she's like singing it with tears going down her face. And it's literally like that song just breaks my heart. <laughs> it was I I wanted to give her a hug and be like, text me anytime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, but she like slayed the song and just has such an amazing voice. Oh, she's um, so good. Yeah. So my pop nod is actually, you know, me saying I love you, Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is good. And I am definitely all about it. That's a good pop knot. Yeah. Okay. D, what's your pop knot? Um, I have a crazy pop knot, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, so I had an interview yesterday mm. via the phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I This has never happened in the history of humankind. Let me remind you. So... I was at work yesterday, and I set an alarm on my watch, so it would go off 10 minutes before my interview, um, and my, uh-huh. my boss was totally cool with it. She was like, yeah, um, whenever you need to step out, that's fine, so I just gave her a reminder, like, hey, I'm going to step out soon, and she's like, hey, yeah, because uh, I, I told her, like, 10 minutes in advance, and she's like, if you could just finish up these couple projects, like, that'd be perfect, and then I'll see you whenever you're done. Um okay. So everything's Gucci, blah, blah, blah. And so I didn't, I had to like share a lot of personal information. um, And I didn't really want to share that in front of everyone there. So I was going to go to my car. So I work downtown and I have to park about like a half mile, mile away from the building. Yeah. Which is fine. I actually really enjoy the walk, but yeah. um, it was, it's been like so hot here all winter. I've been all about it. It hasn't been like negative 10, but mm-hmm. it was right on 32. So I started walking to my car and it was like raining slash snowing. It was kind of sleeting. And mm-hmm. I realized I had missed the phone call, which I was really confused because according to my watch, I was still early. So I was like, why would they call me so early? Mm-hmm. I don't know how this happened, but my watch, which is connected to my phone, was 20 minutes behind the real time. What? When has that ever happened in the history of the world and iPhones and technology? Um, so anyway, I I was like, they won't even believe me if I tell them that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, but they had called me like kind of later than they had said. So I was able to call them back and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I had my phone on silent or whatever. And uh-huh. um 
so she was like, well, are you available right now? And I was like, oh, totally. Um, so it takes me like 10 minutes to walk to my car. So I'm walking in the sleet um, to my car, like getting soaked and trying to like act professional, talk professional. Um, yeah. And it was terrible. Like, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like, I couldn't, it was so windy. We live right off of um, a major river so it was so windy and I was kind of guessing at what she was saying and it was like oh, it no. was so awful and then she found out that I was from out of state and you could tell like she was not pleased and she was like well you would have to get the first plane out tomorrow morning to interview with us and I was like hmm. um uh like this is not it just is not going well so anyway my pop knot is that long story and technology being ridiculous yeah that's so weird I've had like before my phone wouldn't um wouldn't change time zones correctly if I went to a different time zone sometimes Hmm. but never anything where it's like 20 minutes off (laughs) yeah I know yeah it was like truly bizarre so um yeah that's my pop knot but do you have a pop yeah so I thought that I would share um about one of my favorite podcasts so actually um I'm going to share about, like, my Bible reading plan, my chronological (gasps) Bible reading plan. Yes. Um, So I did this last year um, because I heard on Jamie Ivey's The Happy Hour podcast, she had a guest who, her name is Tara Lee Cobble, and this girl was starting a podcast where she, every day, she was going to post, like, about a 10-minute or less recap of the chronological reading plan so I was like oh that sounds cool I'm gonna do it so I um I read the bible chronologically last year and every day after I would do the reading um I would listen to the bible recap that's the name of the podcast and um I loved it so much so I'm doing it again this year and um but I really enjoy the podcast because it gives um good like explanation on things that I might not understand on my own um a lot of like history and like connecting dots and so it's really helpful for me in the process of like reading the bible when sometimes you know you're reading something and you're like I have no idea what any of that meant (laughs) yeah um sometimes I would just be like oh I can't wait until I get to listen to the podcast because um it's gonna make this makes sense (laughs) so um yeah the bible recap is my recommendation oh my gosh what a great recommendation and just to second that i um i have a chronological bible that weighs like 10 pounds that Mm -hmm. my friend alicia got for me when i graduated from college and Mm -hmm. so in 2017 i was reading the bible in a year and I'm really dyslexic. Like it was not an enjoyable process. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I didn't have a podcast to explain. I was just very confused. And I was in Europe for a month. And so I like took pictures of every day and it didn't work out. And so this one you said has just worked out way better just because it'll read it to me. And it's always with me. And yeah, I love it. So Mm -hmm. great pop. I second your pop. Yay. What's your pop? Um, 
Okay, mine's nothing crazy, but I've been trying to find a moisturizer that's like a drugstore moisturizer um, just to like save some money. And I found an amazing one. So it's Neutrogena um, Mm -hmm. moisturizer with SPF. And I love it, first of all, because obviously it moisturizes. But more (laughs) than that, it smells like summer. And I love it. I love that. Yes, it gives me hope every day that like, because I don't think I've had a blue sky since before Thanksgiving here. Like, it's just very gray here. And it really helps just to like, oh my gosh, I smell summer. I know it's coming. And um, it only smells like summer because there's like sunscreen in it. But I just, (laughs) I just love it. And it's the best part of my getting ready slash going, getting ready for the day slash going to bed routine. And I highly recommend it. So nice. Yeah. I have this, um, it's like hand sanitizer spray and I think the scent is like coconut and lemon. And when I spray that stuff, it reminds me of like sunscreen and Mm. it makes like think of summer as well so I know what you mean it's the best ah <laughs> uh, it's amazing and people that say like fall and winter which isn't fall your favorite season am I on drugs or is that true yeah I think fall is probably my favorite spring and fall okay yeah spring and summer are my favorites and people that are like I love winter I love snow I'm like Ugh. you are a psychopath and you are dead to me and I never want to talk to you <laughs> ever again so yes yeah. Yeah, it's, I just don't like extremes. So I like spring and fall because they're like moderate weather. Um, but oh, I hate yeah. extreme of summer. Like I hate extreme heat and I hate extreme cold. Right. And living in Texas, if you like summer, you're probably a little bit of a psychopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, yeah. And unfortunately, we don't get much moderacy. It's either one extreme or the other, I feel like, in mm. Texas. Um, but actually, lately... Um, it's been pretty nice. Like we haven't had much of a winter here. So like mostly we're in like the fifties and sixties. Oh my gosh. Shut up. That's so cool. Yeah. Hey, you'll see some sunshine. I'm sure when you're here next week. Yeah. Let me see that blue sky. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yes. Okay. So those are our pops and pop nods of the week. What, what? What? Okay. Does that wrap us up for today? Yeah, I think we're outro ready. Okay, here I go. Okay. <laughs> um, we would love to hear your thoughts, opinions, and episode ideas. You can follow us on Instagram at poptherapypod or email us at poptherapy101 at gmail.com to give us your feedback. If you enjoy our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So leave us a rating and a five-star review. And don't forget to tell your friends. If you need some pop therapy, join us each Friday for your weekly session. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! (laughs) 